Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks. So we're into December, Ben. Christmas is just around the corner. Ooh, looming around the corner. Now, I, I must admit, I hate this first bit of December. Why? Because the pressure's really on, isn't it? You know, suddenly all the trees are up, the shops are in full swing, and people start asking the questions about plans for Christmas. I'm getting off lightly this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've been told by the uh, parents that we're doing a very low-key Christmas. No one's Ooh. to buy any expensive presents for anybody. Keep it to a box of chocolates, nice. something small. Done. The thing is, though, when people say that, do they really mean that? Well, I kind of felt, does that mean I'm not getting anything good for Christmas? Basically, yes. <laughs> yes, I mean, if you're not giving anything good, you can't expect to receive anything good. Yeah. I find all the questions a bit much at this stage in December. You know, when when people who are very organised in my family for Christmas start saying to me, so, um, have you got this for such and such, and what are you buying for so and so? I had no idea. Mm. I haven't thought about presents yet. Yeah. I used to be so organised. Just give me half an hour on Amazon. You'll get what you're given. I've bought one present so far. One? One present. Is it mine? No. Oh. And it's one of those presents... Have you oh, ever- I don't care. If it's not for me, I don't care. <laughs> well, no, it's one, it's one of those presents that I've bought for someone, and I'm now slightly wishing I could keep it. Oh, that good? It's. It, I mean, it's a book. Wh- right. right. Will the person be listening to this? Is it going to no. blow it? Can you tell me? It's for my mum. Okay. Right, and it's a, it's a- right if you're listening, Mrs. Smith... <laughs> Just pause now. It's a uh, it's a local history book, and you wish you could keep that, do you? Well, it's it's got some great stuff in it. Oh, it's a book full of pictures from history of where we live, and I, I love stuff like that. Mm. And I started looking through it. It arrived, and I'm thinking, right, I can put this aside for my mum for Christmas. I started looking through it, thinking, I love this book. I'm sure she'll lend it slash give it to you. <laughs> she will love throw it. Throw it at you. No, she would love it. And I'm going to buy myself a copy now. You're not. I think I might. It's a great book. It's got a picture of my house from 1906 in it. Listen. <laughs> you can't tell me that's not exciting. It's a little bit. I mean, that'd be curious just to glance at it, but I bet it looks kind of the same as it looks now. Well, it, obviously the house does. I mean, it's from a distance. It's not, you know, full on. But also it's got a picture of just down the road from my house and when that used to be f- fields and trees and things. Also, as as we record this, there's still over 20 days left till Christmas. I know, yeah. Why don't you just read it in the next 20 days? I've read the- it. So then why are you going to buy yourself a copy? Because there's something about looking at old photos that I enjoy, that sort of looking at the people, thing. I wonder what they did, I wonder who they were. I, I, I don't know, there's something quite exciting about that. Also, I think that's a bit selfish, you know. A bit selfish? You've, you've, you're giving your mum a used book. A second-hand present is what you're giving her. <laughs> what, because I flicked through it and read it? I mean, let's be honest, I wouldn't read a book. It's all pictures. But if I gave you a DVD, yeah. and you, you know, Ben, where's the cellophane gone? This looks a bit, there's a scratch on it. <laughs> I watched it first yeah you, you think oh it, yeah would that bother you I, I always watch every DVD I buy for anyone first you don't no I don't <laughs> uh, I always give it in its cellophane oh, I bet you re-cellophane it don't you <laughs> yeah I've got a special machine <laughs> for re-cellophaning do you remember before DVDs when there were videos yeah and uh, I was once bought a video for Christmas uh, by a friend of mine and they said to me um, you know if you don't like it we can uh, we can take it back and I was about 12, 13, and I didn't really like Robin Williams' stand-up then. Mm. And he bought me the Robin Williams stand-up video, and we started watching it, and in the end I said to him, oh, I don't really like this. Thing is, at what point was he going to accept the return? Because, you know, he's saying, if you don't like it, you know, I'll, t- I'll swap it with yeah. something else, I'll get you a new one. Yeah. So, I mean, you could just treat him like blockbusters for free. 
Well, what, what I said to oh, him Oh, watch this one. Nah, I didn't like that. Try <laughs> yeah. again. Nah, I didn't like that one either. Well, what I said to him is, I said, like, I'm really sorry. I just, it's just, I don't really like this. And it's not like me to say that, but the thing is, he was watching it with me and he wasn't enjoying it either. Oh, okay. So if he was loving it, I don't think I would have said anything. Do you know what I mean? You'd go, you've gone out your way to buy this for me, thinking I'm going to like it. So I'm not going to say anything. Hmm. But the fact that he was sitting there going, this is shit, isn't it? <laughs> and he, of course, Poor it's Robin not, Williams. Of course, it's not shit. I just didn't get it at the time. I yeah. think I was too young for it. So anyway, we took it back to the shop. And um, the guy said to us, um, have you watched it? We went, no. <laughs> and he opened it. You could tell on a video, couldn't you? Could you? Yeah, a brand new video had a little bit of like white tape visible before it was played. And after it was played, that white tape was never there again. Oh. So they would flip it open and have a look. And he said, you have watched it, haven't you? I mean, it was a really embarrassing moment in the shop. It was like, uh, yes, we have. He still swapped it for us. Oh, that's decent of him. Yeah. So, you know, it, sometimes it works out to swap mm. things. But my mum's going to love this book. So, I hope so. So that's one present sorted, but I've still got the rest to go. But the thing is, it's, it's just full on now, isn't it? Everything is full on Christmas now. The TV is just adverts for Christmas all the time. You go in a shop, it's Christmas music. It's just too much this early on. Mm, it's sickening. What date do you put your Christmas tree up? I'm not sure if I'll even bother this year. You're not going to bother? No, You're I might in a not. new house. Shouldn't you christen it with a new Christmas tree? <sighs> well, maybe, maybe on the... I think I'd, I'd be happy to leave it till the 20th. What sort of things would you put on your tree if you did put one up? What would you put on the top? I would put a star on top, I think. A star, yeah, yeah. I've got a star. Not, I'm not an angel man. I think if you're, if you're a bloke living on your own as well, you can't have an angel on the top of a tree. No, a bit weird. I, I think it is a bit weird. I don't care what people think. I think if, if you're a man living on your own and you get some friends around and you've got an angel on top of the tree, they're going to look at that and think, yeah. he's, he's started to lose it. <laughs> I bet he talks to it as well. That's what, It's the automatic reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the worst thing is like all the food shopping that has to be done. Now, I don't have to do too much of it. Now, you, you and I probably disagree here because I quite like cooking and all the yeah. food bit, so... Yeah, whereas I don't. Mm. Yeah, I bet you do all the sprouts and everything, don't you? Mm. I bet you enjoy eating it, though, don't you? Oh, I love a Christmas dinner. All the hard work that goes into it. I do, but the thing about the Christmas dinner, and this is what annoys me more than anything, is people keep pissing about with it. Well, who's pissing about with the Christmas dinner? Someone like Heston fucking Blumenthal. <laughs> right? Leave it alone. The Christmas dinner is the king of the dinners. I saw one of his recipes, I think it was for a trifle, it took three days to make and involved like Bunsen burners and a dishwasher or something. Yeah, ridiculous. So his Christmas dinner, you better have started preparing for that in bloody April. Well, it's interesting you mention that trifle when it comes to Heston. Right, let me ask you, in your house, what do you have for your Christmas dinner? You have your turkey. Yep. You have your, your trimmings. And all, all the trimmings. The, all the bits, yeah. All the traditional trimmings. Do you put any new stuff on that's unnecessary? Uh, I think uh, a couple of years ago, there was a sort of hot red cabbage thing that arrived at the table. I wasn't, wasn't no. all that keen on that. No. I mean, someone in my family occasionally will do things like uh, roast chilies and things. No. Oh, that's not Christmassy. That's not Christmas dinner fair. I mean, maybe a Mexican Christmas, but yes. not, not this one. No. Leave the Christmas dinner alone. It is fine as it is. Christmas pudding. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Christmas pudding. I'll have a mince pie instead. I hate mince pies with do you? absolute passion. Okay, do you like Christmas pudding? Nope. So what do you have? Isn't is it Christmas pudding that, that they traditionally wedge a penny into so you yeah. can choke to death That's on it right. as well? It's supposed to be good luck if you choke to death on it. As if it didn't taste bad <laughs> enough. So what do you have for dessert? Uh, I, I will have a, a pudding, a, a, maybe a nice bit of apple strudel. Apple strudel, I suppose that's still just about in the Christmas spirit. Mm. Apple crumble, apple pie. Heston fucking Blumenthal. <laughs> that's his new middle name. That's his new middle name. He won't mind. Do you know what he's got this year as an alternative? Go on. Banana and bacon trifle. 
Now, leave it alone. He's a rogue, isn't he? There is no need for that. <laughs> there is absolutely... Look, even if you don't like your Christmas pudding, your mince pie, have a bit of apple strudel. I think the thing about Heston is, and this is probably why he's so successful, is I'm curious to taste that. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> You're not going to like it. Yeah. Uh, at what point does banana and bacon go together? He puts bacon on everything. He's made bacon ice cream before as does well. He, he's yeah. obsessed by... Do you think he's got shares in like some pig farm? <laughs> <laughs> this is what he does. It's not just Heston messing about with Christmas food. No? There are other companies doing it. And again, I'm not just having a go at Heston. Anyone that's messing around with a Christmas classic, fuck off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> strong. <laughs> not having it. When I put my Christmas tree up, there's nothing better than the uh, the candy canes that you put on there, is there? Hmm. It's a classic, isn't it? The candy cane. Although they're too heavy, they can make the branches droop. Well, what sort of tree have you got? What kind <laughs> of lightweight tree have you got? Or industrial-sized candy canes. Well, that's true, yeah. What flavour is a candy cane? What flavour? I don't really eat them. You've never eaten them? Uh, aren't they minty? Minty. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, minty. Somebody this year has made gravy-flavoured canes. Gravy-flavoured? I don't want to be sucking on a gravy-flavoured <laughs> bit of candy. No. That's not pleasant, is it? doesn't sound Mint's good at all. been fine. I'm assuming they've been mint for hundreds of years. There's never been anyone going, do you know what this Christmas festivity needs? A gravy-flavoured sweet? <laughs> Nobody's ever said that. It doesn't need it, does it? No, I don't think so. What about Christmas traditions, though? Christmas traditions in your house? Do you have any? Um, I suppose the only tradition we've got would be a, a sort of Bucks Fizz in the morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Early drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some traditions that I'll do in the lead up to Christmas. Like I'll often end up at Trafalgar Square looking at the big Christmas tree there. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things you think, I've, I've got to go and see that. I'm not that bothered about the lights on Oxford Street and all that because I just think they're too commercial now, aren't they? They're always sponsored. <laughs> they're always like a Disney character or something. So I, I tend to, to avoid that. I tend to be a bit grumpy about that. Yeah. But the, those sort of traditions, I'd love to go and see like the big Christmas tree. You know, it's a gift every year, isn't it, from Norway? That's it's right. Lovely. Yeah. You know, and those Nordic people, they're full of peace and tranquility and love. <laughs> <laughs> the Scandinavians, they're great. I'll tell you who's not all that peaceful with their Christmas traditions. Who's that? The Swedes. The Swedes? Yeah. I always think Swedes are quite gentle. So, so would I. Gentle, lovely people. But it seems like they've got this certain Christmas tradition. Okay. Which riles them up <laughs> okay <laughs> what, what can piss them off that much about christmas in the town of um I'm, is it heston it's you not- <laughs> that with some ridiculous herring flavored cake no, there's, a, there's a place in sweden which is i believe i've checked pronounced javle very good thank you uh, and they every year they construct um a big straw goat big christmas goat humongous thing nice and 35 out of the last 50 years they've been doing this tradition someone has set the fucking thing on fire why are they setting it on fire i didn't think the swedes were like that 35 times this year um they have upped security uh they've put they've employed security guards they've got webcams on it they're really trying to protect it it was up for less than 24 hours no and someone burnt it down why do they burn it is there a reason and is that the tradition now Another it's tra- become the tradition so it has to burn yeah that seems a bit harsh i bet someone goes to real extreme lengths to build this straw goat yeah i think they do go to to a great effort for it and um it's even got its own twitter has thing. it yeah yeah so um <laughs> 
six days ago this was burnt down again um the, the security guard had nipped off to use the toilet and in the two minutes he stepped away from it somebody, oh, somebody it. had been stalking that straw go hadn't they yeah so uh six days ago it tweeted out um oh no such a short amount of time i was with you my friends but i shall rise from the ashes and see you next year again oh i love it so, so it's hopeful <laughs> well fingers crossed for next year well did, uh, it's not as i say it's only 35 out of the last 50 years they were they were but the, those other sort of 15 years haven't necessarily been disaster free oh <laughs> so it still hasn't survived the christmas period no. what else have they done to it well i've been looking there's a timeline you can find of the history of what happened to this goat <laughs> i won't read them all because I, I, most of them are just burned down yeah uh, but in uh, in 72 uh, the goat was sabotaged and fell under the weight of its own legs in 1976, uh, the goat collapsed after being hit by a Volvo. <laughs> it would have to be a Volvo, wouldn't it? That's perfect. <laughs> uh, in 1970, the 70s are a particularly violent decade <laughs> for this poor goat. In 1978, it was kicked to bits. Wow. They didn't bother with the, the arson then, did they? It was just pure violence. Yep. Uh, someone got creative in 97 with uh, trying to set it on fire. They hit it with fireworks, <laughs> which is uh, good. In 2001, um, it wasn't a local that got it. It was actually an American tourist who'd come over to see the goat and who thought it was some sort of tradition. Oh, so it was like a game. A legal tradition to set the goat <laughs> on fire. So they took it upon themselves to, to blaze the whole thing up. I think you might like this one. Uh, in 2005, a costumed gingerbread man and Father Christmas shot flaming arrows into the goat. That is my favourite. That well, is on. my favourite. That should be the tradition. Hang on a minute, because also in 2010... There was, I must stress, a failed kidnap attempt using a helicopter. Oh, no, that's better. <laughs> what would be better is if they could hoist it up and then set it on fire from a great height. Yeah, it might be a bit dangerous for the pilot, but... Well, they, you take the risks, you take your choice, that's what I say. So hats off to the incredibly creative Swedish people. Yeah, no, I like that. That's brilliant. And I do like that they've taken what is vandalism... But they're, they're sort of running with it. They, yeah. They don't, it, seems, it seems like they don't really mind. It's fun vandalism. <laughs> Fundalism. Not, 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 <laughs> not all vandalism is fun, but that is... <laughs> I'll tell you one of the other Christmas traditions that I really hate, and I've already mentioned the presents that I've already bought. Yes. And one of the Christmas traditions I hate the most is going to pick up the parcels you've missed being delivered. Oh, yes. Uh, and I had to go and pick up this parcel because I wasn't around. Why do they seem to punish you for not being at home? <laughs> I mean, it's head on earth. I had to go to this week to the uh, to the post office to pick it up. The queue is out the door. There's two people on there. It is hell on earth. You've got children running about screaming. There's one child playing with the door that keeps hitting people in the face, and the <laughs> mummy's doing nothing. I like children, but it was doing my head in. Uh, I was there for about... 40 minutes, I think, to get a parcel. Well, it's your fault for missing that very convenient, handy delivery window of 7am till 9pm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how dare I go out to work? <laughs> how dare I not be in? It is the most annoying thing. So that, I know that that's going to happen between now and Christmas at least another two times. <laughs> Why? Because Christmas is head on earth. <laughs> and that's it for Science Science Talks this week. Don't forget to get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor and Ben. And join us for a live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on coinradio.com. Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks.